Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 141 of Gaming with Grief. And I'm calling this episode Gris and Hellblade First Impressions because I'm giving impressions of both these games. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will have my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. So go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. Um, or you can write me um, on, at gmail at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. That's gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. So go there. Also, leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. If you have a game you want me to review or think about, let me know there. Also, uh, you can find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. And always remember to subscribe, like the podcast. I'm on Apple iTunes and the Google Play Store. So go there. Leave me the likes, the subscribes, stuff like that. But yeah, I'm basically uh, continuing this trend this year of doing quick impression um, podcasts and then going into a spoiler cast. So I want to talk to you guys about a game called Gris. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, This game came out uh, in 2018, um, several years ago, um, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Several people have tried. uh, Gris, Gris, I don't know if that is Spanish or French. It seems like no one can, uh, even uh, Wikipedia doesn't say for sure, Um, but you can get the game from, the, the game came out on December 12th, 2018 it was developed by Noma, uh, nomada studios it's on uh it's available for windows so basically steam right now on steam it is um it is on sale for five dollars and nine cents so as a recording it's on sale uh you can go there pick it up on steam you can also find it at uh the app store it's 4.99 on the google play store it's uh 9.99 on the apple uh the app store and on the nintendo switch right now it is uh 16.99 um luckily though about a year ago my wife bought this so i was able to just play it uh using her copy i played it on nintendo switch um the game is very short it's about probably three to four hours long so i woke up early this morning started the game and then beat it so i had kind of a you know you get a good feeling when you complete a game like that but just giving my initial impressions, this game is like a watercolor painting. You play the main character, uh, a girl with a dress that changes color with the environment. You start the game. This is a very opening season of the game, so this part isn't really a spoiler. You start in the palm of a woman's hand. The woman is actually a statue. It's a statue of a female. The statue is cracked. She's holding it in the palm of your hand. You attempt to sing out, but the statue crumbles and you fall to the ground. Everything around you is black and white. There's this hand-drawn animation that reminds me of like old cartoons from like the 70s or 80s. There's a film grain over the top of the protagonist, the girl. Uh, I guess it would be Chris. I don't know. Um, I don't think they really say that. Officially, uh, their website, uh, I'll just read from the Devolver Digital website. They're the, person, they're the people that publish the game, um, but they have about the game section. Uh, it's a narrative watercolor work, uh, and um, I'm just going to read this. So, Gris is a hopeful young girl, so it actually is the name of the protagonist. Gris is a hopeful young girl lost in her own world, dealing with a painful experience in her life. Her journey through sorrow is manifested in her dress, which grants new abilities to better navigate her faded reality. As the story unfolds, Gris will grow emotionally and see her world in a different way, revealing new paths to explore using her new abilities. Gris is a serene and evocative experience, free of danger, frustration, or death. 
Players will explore a meticulously designed world brought to life with delicate art, detailed animation, and an elegant original score. Through the game, the game light, I guess I want to say through the game's light puzzles, platforming sequences and optional skill-based challenges will reveal themselves as more of Gris's world becomes accessible. And yeah, so basically in the game, you find these glowing orbs, which turn out to be stars. They follow you around until you get to certain sections of the game, and then you unlock an ability. The first one you... Uh, uh, the first one you unlock is the ability for your dress that you are wearing to become a brick and weigh you down so you can break through um, the floor or drop quickly or become a weight and that opens puzzle ops ability puzzle uh, you know options then later there is more um, there's more stuff uh, going on uh, you get more abilities which again this is just a first impression so I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna go over that. I was really blown away in this game, and when I was um, thinking about how to cover it, it came up on many lists of um, possible like games dealing with grief. There were several lists that I read that Gris kept coming up and up, so I thought, well, since my podcast is about games with grief, I should probably cover Gris, and I did. I really enjoyed it. I'm still thinking about it a lot, even though I just beat it this morning. Um, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Um, I wholeheartedly recommend it. Uh, there is no dialogue in the game, but I will say this, the score, and there's actually one, there's a, a woman singing, which I'll find out for the spoiler cast, because that I couldn't find, but I'll do a little bit more research for that. But the, uh, her voice is amazing, and the score is, uh, unbelievable. I will say at the end of the game for me anyway the score got a little choppy i think it was low times it kind of took away from the emotional impact of the end um but other than that i really enjoyed the game i thought it was pretty amazing how something so abstract with no dialogue uh only a few notes sung here and some sound effects again like the website says there is no death if you fall you just fall to a lower platform because there's a lot of platforming in the game so you have to jump up and find your way through the environment um and there's really no fail state. There was only one time that I got pushed back because it was uh, you couldn't see. And so you can't see, so you have to like turn around until there's light. And it was the only subtle time where the game really pushed back and said, like, hey. Um, again, I played it on the Switch. It ran fairly well until the end, which you, would, you could argue is probably the most emotional part of the game. So you don't really necessarily want that ruined. But... Um, I recommend uh, either using headphones. I had a sound bar when I listened to it. Again, the soundtrack is on sale on Steam, and I'm thinking of getting it because it is pretty amazing. Um, it does; It's great. Again, this is an abstract game. I'll get into it more with um, the spoiler cast. But so far, that is my initial impressions of uh, Gris. I definitely recommend it if you have some money, especially if you have a phone that is more affordable, maybe... You have a Google Play account or whatever if you have an Android and it's only $4.99. Uh, maybe you have Apple Arcade. I don't actually know if it's part of Apple Arcade. I think you have to buy it straight out. But it, it's cheaper there. Right now it's on sale on Steam. Go check it out. That is my initial impression of Gris. And I'll come back and talk about Hellblade. Send you a sacrifice. Hello, I'm back. Let's now talk about Hellblade, Send You a Sacrifice. 
I played this on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Ninja Theory, the developer, is actually owned by Microsoft now. So it is part of Game Pass, and it looks amazing. But let me get, give you guys a little bit of background. So this game uh, was um, released again on Xbox, but it had several different release dates because it came out on everything from Windows. It came out on Windows and PlayStation uh, on August 8th, 2017, Xbox One on April 11th, 2018, the Nintendo Switch on April 11th, 2019, and the Xbox Series X or S on August 9th, 2021. I think what they're talking about there is they um, have on their website, they're advertising a patch uh, that makes it look uh, better than it did. I'm using, I was playing it on PC because I kind of came to the conclusion that since I have Game Pass Ultimate, uh, why get an Xbox Series X when mostly all the games that I want to play, I can play on the PC. And a lot of them are cross-play between people uh, with consoles and things like that. So um, anyway... This game right now on Steam is $7.49. Um, you also get the VR edition of the game. Uh, you can get it now. Um, Ninja Theory is a British company. And so it linked me to the British uh, Microsoft store. It's £6.24. So that's, what is that, like $10 somewhere on there? So yeah. Um, on PlayStation, it's $30 on PlayStation right now. That's US dollars. Um, and it's on the Nintendo Switch as well. It's £24.99. That's, I think, about $30. So, yeah, um, it's not on phones. I don't think it'll run uh, because it looks amazing. Um, Ninja Theory have done a lot of games. They, um, you know, they, they've worked on... Um, Man, they worked on uh, Heaven Sword. Um, they're working on a sequel to this game called Senua Saga Hellblade 2. Um, they showed it off at the Game Awards 2019. Um, this, what I found interesting about this game is it has to do not only with grief. I'm just going to pitch the game to you and you tell me if this sounds familiar. A woman is on a journey to put her husband's soul to rest um, in Norse mythology, to go over the bridge of hell to Helheim and basically put her husband's soul to rest. At least that's the initial setup, what I've got through the game so far. That is what has been set up. It sounds a lot like God of War 2018. Um, what I think is interesting is this takes more of a horror tint where um, you basically have your husband's head in a burlap, encased in burlap kind of with you, and when you pick it up, it starts breathing. You see it like move through the burlap and everything, which is incredibly affecting. Another thing that I th think makes this game incredibly unique is when they were developing this game, uh, they wanted to talk about uh, Senua's struggle, the main character, her struggle with um, psychosis. And so they worked with, um, what are they called? I think they came up before, um, the Wellness Foundation, I think is what it's called. Anyway, oh, the Wellness Trust. So they really wanted to uh, highlight psychosis. And there, there's a quote here that I found. Uh, quote, it's been refreshing to see a representation of psychosis in which the person isn't just a sort of passant receptacle for madness. Senua is a hero of her own story, trying to make sense of her experiences and work her way through them. That's incredibly destigmatizing. In representations of mental illness on screen, usually have the illness first and then a two-dimensional character attached to that. 
In this case, the character is fully formed and they are not defined by their condition. So when you start playing this game, they recommend that you put uh, headphones in. And the voice actor did a very good job, which I'll talk more about that in the spoiler cast. But what they do is they add, um, they do an amazing job with the audio mix and you hear her thoughts who I think they use different voice voice actors because there's a different timbre and less of voice. I mean, it could be the same voice actor. That's one thing I'll bring up in the spoiler cast. But what it is is that um, you hear her thoughts. She's doubting herself. You know, she's taking this boat to the shore of um, you know the 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 damned basically and trying to get to this bridge of hell, Heim. And um, you hear her thoughts say, you know, you should turn back. Don't do this. Why are you doing this? You'll never make it. And it's her dealing with psychosis. And there's this amazing part. This is in the very beginning of the game. So, again, this isn't much of a spoiler. There's an amazing part when they're talking about her, like, why is she doing this? She won't be able to make it, you know. Get back in the boat. Turn around. And she looks at the camera. And the voices say, shh, she hears us. And they all get very silent. And Senua looks at them and then turns around and goes on her way. And I think that's an amazing, uh, just, uh, it, it was an amazing part of the game. And that's in the first few minutes. Um, there, there's, um, I don't know, again, it's, it's very affecting. I, I definitely, I don't have a sound set up for my PC. I just use headphones. So I'm playing it pretty much optimally, you know, the way they want me to play it. And I'm, at this point, I'm blown away. I'm very early in the game, but um yeah, I just want to uh, keep playing and find out where it is. It's only a seven to nine hour game, so it shouldn't take me that long to finish. I will say this though: before I get into like you know the spoiler cast or in a couple weeks, I'll say this much: um, the game did crash me in about in a, uh, twice in about a thirty minute span. Um, I'm running Windows twelve or Windows eleven and Direct X twelve. I don't know the last time this game has been patched. And so, you know, they can't obviously uh, think of every single, um, you know, um, what's it? They can't think of every scenario or video card. So some things are going to fall through the cracks. I get it. So what I did is I decided to turn the graphics down. I still can use ray tracing, which affects lighting. The game looks beautiful as is. Um, I thought if you died in combat that the whole game started over, which apparently from what I'm inferring is the first combat I got in, I had problems and that's when it crashed. And so I had to start all over again. It's just the intro. It's fine. I got through that. But it, it does say that there's this darkness around you uh, and that looks like oil on your hand that apparently is like scarring. And they give you a little disclaimer right after the first thing of combat that if you fail too many times, you will succumb to darkness and you'll have to start your journey over again. Um... So luckily, I've been through some combat and I haven't died yet. It doesn't mean it's a one death, start all over again. That would be terrible for a seven to nine hour game. Because it would actually be a much longer game. This just tells you, hey, you got, you got some, you got some, uh, you know, you got some shots, but be careful. Don't just go in there. This isn't an action game. This is more exploring her mental illness and trying to put her husband's soul to rest because she feels, um, you know, it's like a Celtic uh, Norse game, like ancient, ancient history. So... It sounds like she feels very, um, Senua feels very responsible for what happened to her husband. I don't know what happened to her husband. You also go to these ruins that uh, you hold a button, they focus in on them, and you hear uh, story beats. So I think it's the voice of your husband telling you, um, you know, this is where you have to go and this is what you have to do and here's like a lay of the land. I think it's more 
informative than it is for actual psychosis uh, standpoints. But I think it's pretty interesting that they choose to do that, where he just tells you, hey, this is what you're going to be looking like. You have to go find Hela and like, you know, it's, this place is well guarded, things like that. And I, I really like that. Another thing I will say, if you start this game, you know, make sure your graphics settings are all good. They don't give you any on-screen prompts because they want the UI to kind of be in the background. They want you to just play the game. And so hit the start button and look at all the controls. And if you have to, remember by hitting the start button. I found that out the hard way. After I figured out that the game was crashing, I turned my graphics down. I had a problem where I didn't know what the controls were, and I died. Anyway, I had to start out. Well, not even that. I didn't die. I just had to stop mid-combat, which you can stop at any time, and look at the controls so that way I didn't die. I have to do it again because I'm telling you third time was not the charm. I didn't want to start this all over again. Um, again, I thought if you lose once, then you have to start over again. But I made a note here. That's not true. They actually give you an on-screen prompt that says, you know, the more the darkness grows in you in your hand, then uh, you'll have to start over and Senua's uh, journey will start over. And even when you start the game, the voices that are whispering to you saying, you know, she's been here before. But it won't be her last time. Hopefully she'll make it this time. Something like that. Like paraphrasing kind of what is happening. So I definitely want to see where the game goes. I'm excited that they actually consulted people. And they even give a, a disclaimer at the beginning saying they did consult with psychologists to try to get the, psych the representation of psychosis correct. Um, because that's what they wanted to explore with the game. So I think it's less about the combat. The world is incredibly dark and foreboding. It's like this ancient celtic uh norse i know those are two different places but it seems like when my research they kind of conflated the two or at least trying to merge them together maybe i'm just misunderstanding but i gotta say guys i, I definitely recommend it uh, both of these games are great if you have some money or time or have xbox game pass you can at least check out one of the two games uh if your wife or partner was lucky enough to buy the other one you might be able to play it so um yeah that's just my first quick impressions video i hope you guys enjoyed it i will do the spoiler cast for gris uh, next episode and then followed by the hellblade uh, sinuous sacrifice spoiler cast so before we end i just want to remind you guys this podcast will hit my website www.gamingwithgrief.com monday morning at 7 a.m go there leave a comment let me know what you think of the show or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com write me an email again let me know what you think of the show or if you have a game you want me to review uh, leave it there uh, or you can find me at just little joe on twitter let me know what you think of the show i will try to get better about uh, promoting it and you can subscribe to the show on either apple itunes or the google play podcast go there give me the reviews the likes things like that and i think with that uh everybody have a good week and i will talk to you guys next week bye